What's this podcast called? Two episodes from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No. I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for winner for more. Hey, Juan, you feeling lucky today? I'm feeling so lucky. I feel like my name is Lucky. And this is a story about a girl named me. Exactly. This is a story about a girl named Luck. Just Luck. It's about Luck. What's her name in this movie? It's Ashley. All right. Ashley. Welcome to Podcast from Planet Weird, episode 219. Hello. Could you believe? We're almost uh, at 220. Right? This is the final episode of April Lohan. It's been quite a month, y'all. Some we may started, say a long month. <laughs> we started from Freaky Friday and worked all the way like all the way up to just my luck. And here we are. And here you are. Here we are, ready to talk about this Lindsay Lohan film, and then never talk about her again. Yeah, here we are, here you are. We all made it. I think we all deserve a round of applause for making it this far. Yes, if you watched all of them, if you listened to all these episodes, shout out to you. Yeah, and like Sarah said- And I'm speaking only to Whitney, who watched all of these movies. I mean, I think everyone's seen these movies. Maybe not just my luck. Not this one. (laughs) I don't know who saw this one, but- um, I think everyone pretty much made it through April Lohan. If you didn't make it to this one, I don't blame you. I didn't make it through this one either. But I'm here still. I still showed up. And attendance is what movie, matters. You watched the movie, didn't you? I think so. I would did like to think that I did. you watch Good Luck Chuck instead? <sighs> is that the I better always... predecessor? I always got those confused. Just my luck and good luck, Chuck. How? One's about someone fucking. I don't even know what the plot of good luck, Chuck is. I can tell you because I've seen that movie twice. Is it just good luck? You're dating Jessica Alba? Like, no, it's what's going on. He, so this is the part of the podcast. Hi, this is podcast from planet weird, by the way, where me, Juan and my, my companion life partner, Coach, motivator, luck enthusiast, manager, producer, um, hype man, wingman, Sarah McCoy. Uh, we review movies. But anyways, here's the part where we talk about Good Luck Chuck. Um, so the plot of Good Luck Chuck actually is a... Uh, so he goes to a sleepover or like a little boy-girl party, right? Like, ooh, scandalous, spin the bottle. Boy. As an adult? No, as a child. <laughs> okay. And there's a very goth girl. This this is a, this is a movie about goths. Is that Jessica Alba? No. Oh. There's a goth girl, and she like they do seven minutes in heaven, but he, but she like wants to get real freaking. He's like you're a freak, and she's like fuck you, and she puts she does a little voodoo thing on him, right? Voodoo, um, voodoo you do. Remember that song? Never mind. It's an Oland song. Um. Anyways. So he he does that, and so the curse is he can fuck whoever he wants because he's you know hot, but 
they never fall in love with him. They fall in love with the next man that they meet as long as they go, they go to pound town with him. And so a lot of these women start to realize that and they're like, oh yeah, let's, uh, uh, uh. and then, so that's the whole thing. And then Jessica Alba gets involved, but he likes Jessica Alba. So he doesn't want to with her or else he's going to lose her to some other man. And so his whole thing is he's trying to find this goth girl um, to fix the whole thing because he his his dick is magic. I didn't. I thought you were just making this up, but that's literally what the Wikipedia said. Why would I make it up? Why would I make it up? But like, why ten-year-old Charlie Chuck Logan refuses to kiss a goth girl named Anisha who attempts to have sex with him? They're ten. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Are they those kids from, remember that sex ed video I made you watch? That kid's like, I think when I'm like 10, I'll do it. And he's like, what the hell? I, I don't know the life of a regular, you know, growing adolescent person because you know, because we know, gay, but... Is this what straight people do? They Do they bang at 10 years old? What's there to They're bang with? They're just hanging out at 7 Minutes in Heaven? Well, you said 7 Minutes in Heaven, and I was like, aren't you just describing the plot of 13 going on 30? But I guess this has it too. You know who plays the goth girl? A goth. It's Allison from Pretty Little Liars. <gasps> ah, Allison Also, did no you know she's, she was born in South Africa? Interesting. White. Very color of friendship. Well, I'm so glad that we as a society have progressed past the like the need for Dane Cook anything. Is yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that it's him. Like I just I'm so glad he's not doing anything anymore. We're- I'm sure he's doing little things here and there, but Oh, I'm sorry, he was the voice of of I think the main character in Planes. Who saw that? Exactly. Anyways, how have you been doing? Good. I was like, aren't we going to do our intro? And then I realized that I did our intro just five seconds ago. Yeah, um, we've just been talking. We've been vibing. We've been vibing. If you're not vibing with us, fucking click out. Click out. Click the pause button. Go click on a Dua Lipa song. Vibe with her and then come back and vibe with us. I was listening to Dua this morning. Uh, Dua La Peep, what were you listening to? Duolingo. Uh, just like all of future nostalgia. Okay, great. Um, I'm good. The weather here, the weather in Arizona, Sarah, how do we feel about her? How do we feel about the cloud? I've worn the the iCloud. I've worn jeans the past two days. Um, yesterday, it was a little... Little sprinkles in the morning, but nothing major. I know mm-hmm. it rained the night before. Uh, but the past two days, it has been like, you know, like 60s, 70s, but it's also been like kind of humid. So, but tomorrow, honey, it's shooting back up. And Saturday, they say it's going to be a hundred, our first hundred of the year. So keeping it, hun- keeping it 100, unlike our, our, our not friend Jill Bidden, who has not been keeping his promises. Joe, we did nothing. Should we tweet at Joe Biden saying, I'm getting a little tired of your broken promises, promises? Yeah, I think I think Keely Williams would respect that. Um, I'm afraid now. I'm afraid of the weather. I don't want the Saturdays to be hot. 
Oh, hot and yeah, horny. Me, I, like not I'm a just combo. inside, so like you know. I just I want I want to get in the pool, but I also don't want my skin to melt off. You know what oh, I mean? Well, well, now it says Saturday is ninety eight, <gasps> but originally it was one hundred. Global warming. I don't think it's real anymore. We're we're squeezing by. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then your birthday, 87. <gasps> oh my god, the gods have blessed us on this day where we get a nice 87 on May the 3rd. Literally, that's the only 80s day. Your birthday is 87. Everything else says 90s. Sheesh! We're cranking, we're cranking. We're cranking on that on that Monday. You better bet, you bet your ass I'm gonna do everything outside that day. Bathing, <laughs> eating, crying. Everything outside. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I'm good, though. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm vibing. Band is ending slash starting again. Things have been good. I'm done with Flux for the season. They did great this past Saturday. I know I forgot to talk about... Well, no, it just just happened. We're recording on the Wednesday after that Saturday. Anyways, all my kids did great. Proud of them this entire... um, Live, laugh, love... Hig hag hug, pee pee bug. Yeah, how are you? How are you? How's your ripped up shirt? Yeah, I know that's just falling apart. I do this shirt and then my heavyweight shirt, like Mm -hmm. the Tony Perkis. I'm Perkisizing that shirt. I think they both have holes like on this armpit side, so. I know I need to. I just haven't gotten around to it. I need to. I have like a bunch of patches I need to sew on my jackets as well. So that by the time the winter rolls around again, yeah. I'll, I'll wear them and I won't have to sew Think them ahead. On dress for the, dress for the so seasons lazy. that you want to live in constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing sweatpants this summer. Let's go. And standing outside. Oh, God. In the 98 deg- degree heat. Um, but yeah, I've been fine. Nothing really to report about. I watched Pixel Perfect the other day with Lisa, who she had not seen it Hated before. It. And boy, was she just how, what, how did you feel when when, uh, when he built a, a girl, when he built a woman? Um, well, because she was like, like in the beginning, I like she was like, what he like builds a hologram and i was like yeah and then he like wants to bang it the whole time she was like wait what magic and then the last like you know 15 minutes when it <laughs> when loretta pulled, goes in her loretta mind. loretta loretta really did pull Lisa a taylor swift that day remember like, that taylor swift video that's literally that scene in, in pizza perfect no there's that taylor swift video where like she has like her depressed friend and she's depressed and like everything's sad, just like the scene in, in mm-hmm. Pixel Perfect. And then she starts singing, Now in the season. No, not that song. <laughs> but and then everything comes back to life. I'll look it up. Great. Do you remember when you when um like Taylor first started releasing her like n- new recorded versions and you texted asking why she was doing that? Because you were clearly too afraid to tweet and ask. Yeah. <laughs> Because you knew people would be like, what the fuck, Juan? Why don't you the know The stands would get me. The T-Swift stands. Yeah. I don't know a ton about, about T-Swift. So I don't know what music video you're talking about. I remember teardrops on my guitar. 
He's a is it teardrops on my guitar? No, that was the one with Tyler Hilton, where he's like, they're like out of school. Is Vivo still a thing? Can I check Vivo? I don't know. But while you do that, what the fuck is Vivo? Let's just go ahead and get into just my luck, okay? Okay. Just My Luck is a 2006 American romantic comedy film directed by Donald Petrie, written by I, Marlene King, and Amy B. Harris, starring Lindsay Lohan, Chris Pine, Faison Love, Missy Pyle, and McFly. Is McFly a real band? Yes. And when... (laughs) Oh. When, like, at the beginning credits, when it says, like, in introducing McFly, I was like, what like the band i had no idea they were gonna be in this that was a shock they are a real british band um they have that song it's all about you it's i couldn't tell you what the hell you're singing well they they do exist um The movie tells a story of a girl who works in public relations and is the luckiest person in Manhattan, while a boy who is a janitor and would-be music producer who seems to have terrible luck until their good and bad luck is switched upon kissing each other, which changes both their lives and leads them to meet each other once again. Do you think think we should kiss and see if our luck changes? Well, who's the lucky one and who's the unlucky one, do you think? Actually, just kidding. I think we're both living a pretty, like, unlucky life. Let's kiss Frankie and try to steal his Insta fame. You just want that fame? Our lives aren't shitty. I think wow. we're living some, some good lives. I don't... We, we don't own a condo. Yeah, like... But we're not homeless. But we're not homeless, so, like, yeah, you know, like, we gotta check our privilege. But we don't have the thousands of fans that Frankie has, and maybe we should steal them. The influence. The influence. Um. So let's go back here. So the movie is directed by Donald Petrie, who um, also directed such hits as Mystic Pizza. What? Rit- Richie Rich, which we talked about on this podcast. We talked uh, about Mystic Pizza? Richie Rich, not Mystic Pizza. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? My Favorite Martian. Miss Congeniality. And How to go- how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay, so we did those movies. Do you remember the early 2000s where it was a lot of, like, chick flicks about, like, girls and a guy? Yep. <laughs> as most of them are. Yes. Yeah, it was a very 2000s thing. Like, 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 uh, 30, what's 30, 13 going on 30, Mm -hmm. Miss Congeniality, like the one that you just said about about my super (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Remember that? Yeah. Good luck, Chuck. Remember those? What was with that? It was just. What was with all those movies? That was the time of like rom-coms. Why was was that the era? There are still like sometimes like rom-coms made today. It's just like. Most movies now are like Marvel or like big budget. Fast and Furious Nine, like all these. Movies. Or 
or the lesbian movies. Ah, uh, don't you know it? Picture of a lady on fire. Portrait. P- portrait of a lady. The one where the girl, the one where the girl tries to bang the queen, but she has uh, gangrene the or gout. <laughs> yes. Gangrene. Um, the other one with the little women. I think it's called Little Women. I think you're thinking of Ammonite. No, I'm thinking of Little Women. That wasn't gay. If Women. anything, I think I think Joe is asexual and aromantic, but we could talk about that at a later date. No, oh. um, yeah, I know SNL just did that sketch about like basically making fun of like Ammonite and like those, um, you know, like uh, time period lesbian movies where it's like Mm -hmm. two white women um and they were like being like viewer like viewers are calling this or like critics are calling this and then one of the quotes was like like from like lesbians just saying i mean i'm gonna watch it (laughs) and then like all of gay twitter was like damn they really got us because like we know that like Ammonite was really just like a ripoff. It's basically portrait of like I've seen it. It's basically a portrait of a lady on fire, but like more boring and like way less chemistry. But like I watched it. <laughs> I'm but, not gonna like, say I didn't it. watch it. Of course. Um, also, okay, so I found the music video. Oh good, I've been wondering. It's fifteen. Oh, okay, okay. Isn't that the song a- you're always singing? When you're fifteen. And somebody tells you they love you. You can't believe who plays, it. Yeah, it's a better song. Who there plays the goth friend. depressed girl? Is it Allison from Pretty Little Liars? No, it's that it's it's a chick. It's a it's a girl. No one famous? I don't know who this person is. I'll look it up. Okay. Girl in 15 music video. <laughs> it might be her friend. It might be her mom. Could you believe? Okay. This movie, just my look, uh, was written by Marlene King and Amy B. Harris. Um, and then there's two men that are also credited, but that was probably an early draft. So let's just men. forget about them. But speaking of Pretty Little Liars, Marlene King, lesbian icon, was the, you know, the head lady over at Pretty Little Liars, showrunner. Uh, and she also wrote Now and Then, which we've talked about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Amy B. Harris also wrote the movie, and she was a producer on Sex and the City and developed the Carrie Diaries back when that was a thing. Um, but most importantly to us, um, she is the showrunner and an executive producer for our new favorite show, The Wilds on Amazon Prime. So this woman really owns my ass. So both of these women, <laughs> yes, seem to okay. own you because I know you're Great. a little, you're a pretty little liar, Stan. I'm a little bitch for both these shows. Also, it was Abigail Anderson and their friends. Oh, okay. Um, the movie obviously we got Lindsay Lohan. It's April Lohan, of course. We got Lindsay Lohan. Could you believe if she wasn't in this movie? <laughs> we just did like a movie that she said she likes or something. It's no, it's like a, it's a, what's her, it's her, it's a, it's a, it's a scream situation where we get Drew Barrymore for two seconds and then she dies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, we got Chris Pine playing the oh, romantic lead here. This agony. Was, you know, this was pre Star Trek, pre Wonder Women, pre agony, pre Into the Woods. Yes, um, I think this was post. This is uh, before he got muscle. This was post. He's Princess, a little twink in this one. This was post Princess Diaries two. Um, it was two years after that one, but you know, before. Oh my god! Remember, he was in a Wrinkle in Time. Remember that movie? As who? Oh, as the dad. You know what? I try not to remember because it disappointed me so hard. I know. Remember Giant Oprah? In the I just wanted uh, a wrinkle in time, man. What the fuck happened there? Let's go, women, but also like, girl. So this one was released May twelfth, two thousand six. Just my luck. So anniversary coming up, fifteen year anniversary. Okay, 15th anniversary. Will there be a reunion between Lindsay and Chris Pine? We'll see. Hell no. Uh, the budget was $28 million. What do you think the box office was? $20 million? You think it did less? No, no, no. What number did oh, you I say? Said, I said 28. Oh, 28 million. I want to say it barely scratched the surface and did 40 million. You're pretty close. 38.2. Oh my god, why, why, why am I so close? Um, a little background on production. Uh some of the interior shots, like Ashley's apartment and Jake's apartment, were actually filmed in New Orleans before Hurricane Katrina came in, you know, fucking wiped out everything in that town. Hurricane Katrina more like, like- Hurricane Tortilla. <laughs> oh, more like the Bush administration did absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Um, then obviously they filmed a bunch of stuff in New York. Um, also, um, during filming, Lohan sprained her ankle, making it difficult to walk for a time and preventing her from wearing heels. Maybe that's why they had to break the heel. <laughs> Maybe. An excuse. This film received mostly negative reviews from critics, with Rotten Tomatoes giving it a 14% rating. Lohan Am earned I a shocked? Lohan, Lohan earned a Razzie Award nomination as worst actress for her performance in the film. Should the Razzies exist? They're mean. They're just mean, I think. Should the Oscars exist? Probably not either. But the Razzies just seem like mean. Uh, the soundtrack, as far, far as I know, I think it's just all McFly. Okay, I why do, does Miss Nope does McFly sound a lot like um? It's been one week since or like a smash or like big Smash Mouth. No, they're like a. British pop band, so they're more like not. Oi, teasing crumpets! Oi, teasing crumpets! Like you know that? how we talked about in the Jonas Brothers first album review, um, how they had no. those covers. You know how like Year Three Thousand, I said was originally by a band called Busted. Yeah. So McFly and Busted, remember they they got together and created a supergroup called McBusted. 
Shut the fuck up. You're making this up now. No. But so like. You're I, McBusted. <laughs> you're going to be busted. Um, so yeah, I feel like they're similar of like two British pop rock kind of bands. McBusted. McBusted. You can order it at McDonald's. Can I get the McBust meal? The McBust meal. Titties. You know what? It was nice that in this movie they did not do anything to digitally alter Lindsay's. I was going to say, those big old titties in Herbie Fully Loaded, where were they in this movie? (laughs) Sorry. Why did her tits look ginormous in Herbie Fully Loaded, but in this one they seem perfectly normal? It's truly because they just like put her in that tight ass shirt. What they they literally said, "Hey Brit, hey Brit, hey Brittany, nope, wrong one. <laughs> hey Lindsay, we're gonna put you in this push up bra and this tight undercup titty shirt. <laughs> we're gonna give you a water bra, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, some chicken cutlets, and put you in a tight shirt. Oh my god, that's that's too much, too much boob. We gotta tone it down. Like that was your fault, <laughs> Disney. Oh, the but yeah, mess. you're right. It, that was never like a." like she was never in tight clothing or anything so like it's not like that crossed my mind at all i was like her tits look normal here and i only thought about that in that in the scene we'll get to it but like where she's like changing Mm -hmm. and her friends are like what do we wear like that scene that's the only time but i was like why was i why was i sewing more titty shots in in herbie fully loaded (laughs) and not this one yes why um some trivia for this movie because apparently, you know, this was Lindsay's like last hurrah at the box office. Obviously, it didn't make as much money as they were probably hoping. This was her like trying to move away from Disney into more adult roles. Um, Sis, you chose wrong. And it's apparently on set, sh- there was some shit going down. So it's not just that like people didn't go see the movie like the movie it's also that like there was some drama going on so i'll read some trivia about that because according to her father michael lohan it was on the set of this film that Lindsay overdosed on on cocaine for the first time interesting yes uh the film was meant to be a starring vehicle for Lindsay lohan to transition from family fair to adult roles its resounding commercial failure and well-publicized production woes centered around lohan's unprofessional behind the scenes behavior marked the beginning of her career downfall and who got her hooked on cocaine her dad Lindsay Lohan would often not show up for filming, calling in sick for a variety of reasons, such as tummy aches, the flu, or ear aches. I would also call in sick for tummy aches. Excuse me, you want me to shit every time you say, and action! Chris Pine described working with Lindsay Lohan in this film. Here's what he said. It was a real cyclone of insanity, like being around the Beatles. It was fascinating to watch, and in hindsight, it's really a distinct moment in someone's life when you see what's really wonderful about what we get to do and what's really dangerous about it. Uh, Speaking to, uh, there was a Times article uh, where they talked about the production of this movie and a crew member said i've never seen anything like this she is making our lives a living hell it's just not professional 
Okay, did anyone try to talk to her? And then this says, while everyone else would rehearse for a scene, Lindsay Lohan would sit in a corner and stand and a stand-in would do her scene with other principal actors. Then, when film rolled, Lohan would saunter over and repeatedly flub her lines, after which she'd often throw a fit and someone had to console her and lead her away. Maybe this movie just sucks. Also, maybe she's strung out on drugs. Yeah, it's sad looking back, like reading all this and being like damn yeah like who who is to blame for it's also just like the you know it's the child star thing like you know you hear about like how drew barrymore was doing yeah drugs when she was like 10 or whatever fucking yeah like whatever you like age and like drinking and everything and like i know allison stoner just put up that youtube video about like um, you know how child stars aren't given a chance they're like set up to fail Um, they're set up to fail and like I mean from what we've seen thus far from what's been happening most of these child stars were like set up to fail but also set up to be like hot messes via the predators that mm-hmm. like quote unquote guided them through Hollywood like what in the Jeffrey Epstein yeah, there's that, and then also, like, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Once you said Predators, I lost my train of thought. Because you went straight to Aliens. I just thought of Alien versus Predator. Yeah, I mean, Allison Stoner has her video called I Narrowly, or it's called The Toddler to Trainwreck Industrial Complex. But, oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. You really threw me off with saying Predators. Oh, my God. Just about, like, how the industry, you know, they, I don't even know. Man. Words, like, are, words are hard. Words are hard. The industry is just so fucked. Like, imagine being a kid and being like, I want to be an actor. And having to mingle with all these. Have, yeah, having to, like, d- like, learn how to just be, like, social and, like, you know, quote unquote likable and everything. Um, how to be like rejected all the time based on like things that you have no control over. Like people could just be like, you don't, your nose doesn't look right for this part. You're not, you, your tits are too big. Like all of these different things. Um, yeah, like, and then like the the party scene. Oh, I here's, you said predator. I thought you were going to talk about um, like the media and like Perez Hilton. Because fuck him. Oh, I don't care about him. He looks like a goblin. Yeah. Um, fuck Perez Hilton. But yeah, just the media in general. All of it's a fucking tornado of fire. Bullshit. Yeah. So. But here we are, running a podcast all about movies. But, and that's why we bring this up, because, you know, we can talk about this movie, about one of our beloved, you know, this child stars that, oh, okay. you know, was making all the hits when we were young, and then that, like, took a turn, and, like, yes, yeah. things like this are, like, 
their fault in some way, but also like just the like environment that they're in. That's it's the. But the also, who helps? Who steps in to help? No one. Yeah. Do you think we? Where's the prisoner? Lindsay on here. Hey, Lindsay. I'd have her on speed dial. What if she was like, you know what? I haven't talked to anyone about all this stuff like since Oprah or whatever. But she's like, I'll talk to you guys. Oh my god, I trust you. I feel like we'd be, we'd be like, we wouldn't, we'd be nice. I would be nice. I wouldn't. You probably wouldn't. Um, anyways, moving on, um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, um, at 41 minutes into the movie, Tiffany calls Jake Spider-Man. 12 years after this film, Chris Pine would do the voice of Peter Parker, or Spider-Man, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh my god, the, co- the, the threads, the threads. She it knew, couldn't have been a coincidence. Tiffany knew. She knew. I think she just calls him Spider-Man because he like looks gross and like like a gross New Yorker with gross? glasses. No, like, I that, think he like, calls him Spider-Man because no, she calls him Spider-Man because what's his face calls him Spider-Man? Phillips. Why does he call him Spider-Man? Because he saves his life. And all New Yorkers always think Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. That's just a fact. Don't even like at me. All New Yorkers right. always say thank you, Spider-Man, to anyone that saves them. That's like a thing. Right. Okay, so what's your history with the film one? I don't know what the hell this movie is. I saw it for the first time today. Let's go. Did you remember when it came out? Did you no. ever see any? Okay. I remember like seeing like commercials for it, but mm-hmm. I was never like, I want to go see that. I was just like, okay, that exists. <laughs> like, like I love, like I loved Lindsay or whatever, but I wasn't like, I gotta run out and go see this one. Um, and yeah, I hadn't ever seen it before and i had no idea what this plot was going to be like i figured it was like i felt like i vaguely remembered from the commercials it was about like her being either lucky or unlucky turns out she's both in this film um all i when i started this movie all i said was what in the freaky friday because i knew this is what was what the hell was going to go down Lindsay does this a lot you know she's switching she's parent trapping people she's switching twins up She's Freaky Fridaying, switching bodies with Jamie Lee. In this one, she's switching luck. She's swapping yeah. that luck via her. Her and swapping. She really likes that swap. She likes to swap me. Yeah, she loves to swap me. Um, okay, well, this movie um, starts out. We we learn her name is actually. I don't even think they mention her name till like later on. I was like, what the hell is her name? But it's Ashley. Which yes. felt weird. It felt weird to see Lindsay play a girl named Ashley, and I don't exactly know why. I was just like, why that name? Because she's not an Ashley. It just felt weird. But, like, even when she was called Maggie and Herbie, I was like, okay, I guess. But in this one, I was just like, why Ashley? Why not, like, any other name? Why anything else except Ashley? Yeah. But she's a lucky bitch. She's a witch bitch. Is, She's yes, using living her life typing on her T-Mobile sidekick too. Oh my, too. She's she's using probability magic. That's what she's doing. She's swaying everything in her favor. 
Yeah, so... This hoe walks outside and she said, I don't need an umbrella because I know the skies are going to clear up right now. Like, who does that? What kind of psychopath is that lucky that they're like, mm-mm, this ain't going to happen to me. This is some practical magic or Halloween town shit. Maybe yeah. she's just a witch. She is a witch. On the witch, witch, she's a witch. witch. <laughs> On the opposite side of the... The, the luck we have spectrum frumpy, here. dumpy, ugly, disgusting, loser ass, never going to be hot. Obviously, if he wears glasses, he's a loser, Chris Pine. We'll never be, oh, we'll never be a commander on the, a captain on the, the, USS. the SS Enterprise. There we go. USSR. <laughs> In the USSR. Um, yeah, so Chris Pine's character, Jake, they really did their best to make him look like a frumpy dork. Like th- they, did, they did their best pigeon lady cosplay on him. <laughs> they, really they really tried yeah. to put him in some like burlap looking clothes with some glasses. Yeah. I love it when someone has to play like frumpy, dumpy, ugly loser. It's like monochrome beige, it's brown, like beige and or greens. army green. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that can't be fashion. Now it would be. Also, okay, so Chris Pine, frumpy, dumpy, stupid, ugly, unlucky, fucking gross, idiot bitch. Um, And then we get Lindsay Lohan, frumpy, dumpy, stumpy, ugly, gross, idiot bitch later on, right? What, would you... The second Chris Pine gets even a little bit of water on him in this movie, I would have left. I would have gone home. This man is so persistent. This man is so persistent. I mean, think about it. This has been his life since he was born. He's just been this unlucky. But also, like, when do you give up? Like, Like, when do you just lock yourself in your home and never leave? This is, like, who's more unlucky? Chris Pine or the people from Final Destination? I would have so I would have picked a final destination, honestly. They Take my head off. A sequel where they where they had they are you know <laughs> final destination. Him and Lindsay are final destinationing. And Katie, the girl. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't Lindsay Lohan's final movie. I didn't say it was her final. Oh, okay. It was her like last like big movie. Because I was gonna say she's in the holiday. Okay, was she really though? <laughs> yeah, she played the she played the actress in that movie trailer. Okay, but and then she was in that Lifetime movie, and then she was dancing in Mykonos. Like she's still doing things, but like this was her last like leading role. Lindsay Lohan cinematic universe. Yeah, this was it. Okay. Anyways, back to frumpy, dumpy, ugly, fucking stupid military wearing, hand me down, patchy ass. Ugly as fuck, never gonna land somebody, Chris Pine. Let's go back to him. Yeah, so he's trying to, he's following this dude named Mr. Phillips, who is a, a music producer, mm-hmm. works at and a we, big label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Phillips is out here. It's New York, so he goes to, I'm assuming, Central Park. I think there's only one park in that whole <laughs> city. Tell us if that's wrong, if we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My brother scared the shit out of me. I fucking hate him, dude. (laughs) 
Y'all, he just turned to his window and screamed. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Oh, uh, I needed that today. What a good laugh. <laughs> you know that's my biggest fear is seeing someone watching me through my fucking window. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That's so funny. Okay, so... <laughs> Mr. Phillips is in the park with his dog who shits on the ground and I guess has to pay a fee. You can't let just your shit's dog on... <laughs> what? You can't just let your dog shit on the ground and you have to pick it up. Pick up your dog's poo-poo. I know, but like the cop immediately was like, whistle. It's like, you didn't even give him a chance to pick it up. Maybe he would have, bitch. Because you know he wasn't. I know he wasn't, but... All I'm saying is maybe let this black man have his dog shit in the park. Maybe that cop should go clean it up. Just a thought. You're right. But instead, this man has to waste $5, which I guess that's he his damn can fault. afford to waste. Because that's what he chooses to do is pick up his dog shit with fi- a $5 bill, throw it in the trash. He could have literally found a leaf, a leaf next to him and picked it up with that. So Mr. Frumpy Chris Pine walks by the trash can and says, ooh, $5. Gets his hand covered in dog shit. Yes, because he puts it in his pocket. All of a sudden, he's covered in dog shit. He runs into this woman who's was on a jog. He's trying but, to help okay. her up. but This woman is overreacting like she is being mugged. Like, girl, you bumped into him. Part of that was, yeah, her, like, being, like, like freaking out so much. It's unfortunate that his pants did fall down because he had, he tore them earlier. That's his, that's also his fault? Everyone, yeah, then it's, like, this weird, basically, like, rape joke of, like, everyone thinking he's, like, trying to assault her and then the cops going after him. And that's within the first, like, five minutes of the damn movie. And that's what this movie is. Yes. Um, so he gets arrested. We'll see more of him more of him in a minute. First, we meet Maggie's friends at the, the PR girls. place. The girls. Um, one of them, what's this blonde bitch's name? Uh, I don't think they have names. No, it's Maggie and something else. Uh, Maggie, oh, shit. Dana, I think, is her name. Okay, so Maggie is the one who writes the song for McFly at the end. So Maggie actually, fun fact for all my OC fans, Maggie here is played by Samir Armstrong, who played Anna on the OC. And then in a little bit, we see Chris Carmack, who played Luke on the OC, in the elevator as the man who takes Lindsay on the date later. Um, Okay. So that's just a little fun fact for the OC heads out there. But okay, so... Ashley works in PR. She's got her friends, Maggie and Dana. Dana is played by... I was like, why does this bitch look so familiar? It's because I just watched Bring It On Again, and she was the mean girl in Bring It On Again. So Interesting. If, if anyone's seen that. Um, but So Maggie's supposed to take notes for this meeting with who? <gasps> Mr. Phillips. Mr. What? Phillips. But... But, but everyone's at, stuck in that goddamn elevator. Yeah, Ashley did Ashley did some again, some probability magic. Do you think her let's just say what it is, it's her magic, right? Do you think her magic works like she gets good luck, but other people around her get bad luck? 
I don't know. Like, is it like if you have this good luck that someone else will like if the universe if we really think about it, doesn't the universe have to even everything out? Yeah. So did she cause that elevator to fuck up? I don't know, but is it raining where you are? I don't know. I had to close my window. <laughs> hmm. It's raining at my house. Um, also, Missy Pyle plays her boss. We love her. One of the best character actors of, of our generation, Missy Bad Pyle. bitch Missy Pyle. I mean, we've all seen Ma. Do you remember? Iconic scene. She just... Ka-chow! She my family needs to stop yelling. Um, But so Missy Pyle and the rest of the people that are supposed to be in the meeting, they're stuck in that elevator. So Lindsay... Ashley improvises she's like I guess I've taken notes on everything before and like I'll pitch to Mr. Phillips because he's like time is money I'm leaving so time is money even when I shit I make cash (laughs) so she gives this presentation he loves it and then he says party yes they part of Ashley's pitch was a masquerade ball very Cinderella story um and Miss Brayden, or Peggy, as she says to call her, that's Missy Pyle's character, is like, okay, yes, you can do this presentation, or, like, you can do your masquerade ball, here's your new office, here's a company credit card, so it's like, damn, again, she's hitting that that luck. She's so lucky, right? Do you remember when we had a P card? Mm -hmm. A purchase card? I wanted to use that shit for whatever the fuck I wanted. I was almost tempted all the time I I had access to one. Do you remember when they were like, we can't give you money for the Halloween posters, so we had to pay for them ourselves? And then those bitches were like, we want you to make this an event every year now. They took the fun out of it. And then they were also like, legally you can't show the, or you can't include the like, copyrighted image. Like, you can't say the name of the movie on the poster. Like, legally, unless you, like, pay for that? that. That was the second year. They were like, yeah, you can't do it. They're like, when the MU says, like, we're showing Shrek this night, like, they have to pay for the rights to do it. And I'm like, okay. Uh, okay, but who's going to John tell? Carpenter isn't coming <laughs> to this campus trying to shut down this program. He'll be okay with us airing Halloween again this year. Like, it's yeah. fine. Anyways. Um, well, the bullshit. Do I miss it? No, but I love miss going around people's backs. It was so much fun for me. You love what? Like going around people's backs to like do whatever the fuck we wanted. Like you're not allowed to do this. Be like, <laughs> watch me. I don't think we did much of that. I did. Okay, I believe it. I do miss hanging up posters with you and we would sing Natasha Bedingfield. <sighs> using Let's just do it for fun. 10 pieces of tape. <laughs> <laughs> those posters hung up remember those fucking doors the the gate doors that would ring the alarm ring the through this yeah. was too long yeah we have gates like that at my work and i always think it's gonna ring because i've like held it open too long and i'm like oh no it doesn't do that thank god anyway so stupid so the stupid. anxiety i get when i open a heavy gate like that forever anyways okay back to jake Mr. Unlucky. He leaves the police precinct because white privilege goes home 
And then we see this girl, Katie, and we're like, who is this? His little neighbor? We find out that's his cousin. His little nepotiz. Little nepotiz. And she's got a, she's got a, she's got a, what's his name? She's got a Mega Man on her cheek. She's got a, yeah, a toy glued to her face. So we're like, she's oh, a loser. okay, he's not, this is where we're like, okay, he's a nice guy. You know, he's taking care of his cousin. He's just he's a poor. nice guy. He's not a douchebag. Yeah, he has so many McFly posters on his apartment door. He lives next to his aunt and cousin, blah, blah, blah. He says he's going to look after her, does not do that. Goes to work at his Hell no. bowling he gives her he, he gives her a cheeseburger with ketchup and then says bye. He goes to work at Rock and Bowl, where we're like, oh, he's like in charge of the, the band, McFly here, but mm, he's just a lowly janitor. Yeah. He's picking up shit. This is another Smart. movie where they, they're being classist. They're, like, they're against the blue collar jobs. They're like, fuck janitors. Someone has to do it. No, nah, dude. You always have to use janitors and garbage people as like, this is or like this is grocers. What you get. Yeah, this is what you. This is how you learn how to be a good hard worker. This is the job we give you for one episode, so you learn to realize that you don't want your life to end up like this. Yeah. So you get your life in order. Um. You learn okay. respect. We have Ashley getting ready for getting ready for her date with her friends. She's trying on the dress. She's like, "What's this, Sarah Jessica Parker's dress? What?" Wow. We see her her neighbor. What's his Antonio. name? Antonio. He, I was like, why does this dude look so familiar? That guy is the goddamn dad on Julian the Phantoms on Netflix. Interesting. Was not expecting you know him that. to be playing a sex worker in this film, but here we are. This man looks like every man in Queer as Folk. Mm-hmm. I haven't like seen, every, but like, I would believe it. He, this is like that, that classic, like... 90s hot man yeah like everyone wants to bang him that's what i was expecting was like when i looked him up i thought he was in some like yeah 90s or like other early 2000s movie but i said oh he did a mm. lot of like other like like spanish films like spanish oh films, oh so he's mexican uh he's mexican he's, <laughs> he's hispanic he speaks spanish he's mexican and wears spectacles he's spectacan uh yeah, yeah okay. i think i read that he's puerto rican oh puerto rican Puerto Rico. My heart's devotion. The new trailer. Did you watch it? No, Frankie DM'd me the, tra- the Frankie West Side DM'd Story me trailer too. on Instagram, and I said, you know I don't watch trailers. And I'll I say this. Unfollowed it looks Frankie. beautiful. Okay. I mean... I'm kind of excited, but it I, does have that one guy. It, it has Ansel Elgort, who, yes... Turned out to be trash, but but it has that girl who her dream came true and she got to be in this movie. Um, anyways, I forgot where we are. Okay, so she's are getting we talking ready- about Leah Michelle. She's getting ready for her date. No, <laughs> Leah Michelle. <laughs> her dream to be in West Side Story. I, I auditioned so much. I worked so hard. I learned Spanish for this role. Um, okay, so Antonio is Ashley's neighbor. And Ashley's like, oh, you should come to this masquerade ball. Because basically her and her friends are like, we need Missy Pyle, our bitchy boss, to like have a date so she can get horny and like we'll get off our backs, right? So yeah. Ashley's like, Antonio, will you will you do this, please? And he's like, sure. Um, 
We have McFly performing at Jake's work. That's where we get introduced to the band. Not for long. Not, Not for, for long, long because they have talent scouts in the on the table. I was going to say in the audience, but like, can we really call this an audience? Um, and then this motherfucker just yeah yeets himself off that chair, fucking up the soundboard. If I ever did that, if anyone ever unplugs a soundboard like that in front of me, I would kill them in a heartbeat. They're dead. That's so bad for the soundboard. Right. Uh, so yeah, he fucks up the the performance and the guys are like, dude, you didn't get our, our demo to the to Mr. Phillips. You fucked up this performance with the A&R people in the audience. Like, we're going to go back home to England. Like, we, we're done with New York. We haven't gotten a break here. And then they gave him one more week to get them their big break. Otherwise, they're leaving. And it's been one week since you got us a record deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Ashley's friends. Oh, this is where we get introduced to the scratch lotto tickets that are a motif throughout the film of, mm-hmm. you know, the friends are like, here, we're going to prove that you're lucky. Like, do this this scratch lotto ticket. And sure enough, she's a winner. She wins 15 bucks. You ever win one of those? Hell no. I won $2 once. Hell yeah, let's go. You made out, you made, you made out with $1. But, well, because my parents gave us the things, they were like Christmas themed, so they gave us, I was a kid, and they gave it, uh, put them in our stocking one year, and then I got $2. And then never turned them in. (laughs) Never turned it in, so. Because it's too much of a hassle. For $2? Yeah. Um, Anyways, and then, really quickly, we get into the masquerade ball. Luckily, they don't. No they time don't at waste all. Waste any time. They're just like little transition of Lindsay talking about the ball to being at the ball, and Iconic. oh my god, we've got the dancers, we've got the waiters on the stilts, we've got the the dancers coming down from the ceiling, we've got the little alcoves where people can, I guess, fuck. I guess <laughs> she said for people that want privacy. I'm like privacy to do suck a dick. <laughs> privacy for what? Just hook up with your escort, I guess. That's what happens. They have pink on the ceiling doing some shit. <laughs> I know. They have, like, some trapeze dancers in the air. Um, and uh, Jake ends up sneaking in the back by saying he's a dancer. Because he's trying I to- I hate this man. He's trying to see Mr. Phillips again at this party. Okay. So can I stop you right now? Sure. I like, I support the hustle. I support like people going for their dreams and trying to make it happen. Jake has gone too far. <laughs> Jake does not know when to be like, this is not an appropriate time or space for me to do this. Like he is, I don't want to say that I don't like him, but I don't care for him. He's a desperate man. Desperate times call for desperate measures. That's what's He's, going on here. The... I never. I will never be this desperate. But it does end up working out because one, maybe if you're this desperate and you go to a party and you kiss someone who's really lucky, then you'll get their luck. And you'll save someone that you need a favor from. from and a be car. called Spider-Man. And be called Spider-Man. Because they're New Yorkers. Yes. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> Remember that? We'll keep your week. secret Spider-Man. We won't tell nobody. He's just a kid. No shit. He's. 
Who did you think was in there? A 50-year-old man? <laughs> okay. Anyways, at this party, there's also a fortune teller who tells Ashley Miss that Z. her luck is going to change. And Ashley's like, whatever, bitch. This is some bullshit. For someone that can literally control the weather, this girl is really delusional. We have Jake trying to get the CD to Mr. Phillips, and he ends up running into, you know, the friends that are like, uh, the dancers are supposed to be on the stage. And he's like, uh, I was here to ask this woman to dance with me. So he dances with Ashley. They're dancing. They're grinding. They make out immediately. They're both. She's wearing like a little Corella Deville looking what? veil. She's wearing a what mask? What mask? She's wearing, she's wearing, like wearing a, a veil. veil over half of her head. He's wearing a mask. And so they make out. The luck has transferred, and then he Ms. leaves. Miss Z sees it happen. Yes, he leaves, and her heel breaks. Her dress tears. Her luck is gone. Jake- Her lungs close. Hotel Trivago. Jake ends up <laughs> saving Mr. Phillips from getting hit by the car, and then Phillips is like, you need a favor, I'll do anything. Done. Bring McFly- Bring your little British pop band to my office. I'll hear them. Let's do it. This is where things... to I did not expect this to happen. Fucking Ashley... First of all, she chokes on an olive. Okay. But the fact that Missy Pyle and Puerto Rican dad over here... Puerto Rican dad... Got arrested? Get arrested because he's actually an escort. Okay. Let's talk about... Let's break this down. Why would there have to be this many police officers at this party for this man and this woman and and Ashley? What in the hell? It's not like he's running a sex trafficking ring. They 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 move in like they're breaking down a drug deal. Yeah. Like first of all, like, let this man do his job. Look yeah, let him do his job. Support sex work if he's gonna do Also, he work. never got paid. Never got paid. Ashley didn't know. And Missy Pyle's character didn't know, like... But also, what kind of a sting operation was this? I don't what know. in the they hell? Like, we've, been, we've been following this guy for five months. I don't bullshit. know. Bullshit. Yes, this was some bullshit. Um, I thought it was going to be a white-collar crime. Like, Antonio was like He's a, been embezzling. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And I thought he was going to steal money from the company that Miss Pig- Piggy? Peggy? Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> Piggy. I thought he was going to start stealing from Miss Peggy and that was going to be the whole thing, right? Because the company credit card seemed like it was going to be a big deal. But no. why? I don't understand why they went the sex worker route. Yeah, it made no sense. So they all go to jail. And then Lindsay, Ashley is over here like, are we on Punked? Like, this is a reality show, right? Like, this wouldn't happen to Aston me. Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Um, and then Ashley gets fired from Peggy and gets punched in the face. Love that. Love that. Love that. Um, meanwhile, we got Phillips. And then- oh, she ends up getting out of there because, again, white privilege. We see that the people of color are still there. We see that. Yeah. So she gets out. Um and she goes home and, oh, what happened? Her house, her apartment's flooded. And mold. I, mold everywhere. I, I highly started to not like this movie starting around this moment. One, because the NYPD 
and just like you know the NYPD, mm-hmm. but also everyone's such an asshole for no reason when they're like un- when the unlucky person is like having bad luck. Like the cops, shit. The other prisoners, shit. Um, the people working at like this flooding scene, like pieces of shit. She's like, they are like clothes. They are, it seems, yeah, like, rooted in sexism. Like, they probably wouldn't be laughing if this was a man saying, hey, do you have any more of my stuff? Well, they like, also treat her like shit. Like, she's like, I don't know what's happening. But she, they're like, it's a flood. Can't you tell? It's what happens when water is places that it shouldn't be. I'm like, And they're like, hey, guys, she home. wants to go get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great synchronization. Great syn- what? <laughs> that was, that's our impression of... Just like shitty men. <laughs> yeah, like it's just, and it's everyone doing that. Everyone's doing that this entire movie, and I, I kind of just hate it. This is just New Yorkers. Aren't they is just this assholes? New Yorkers? I don't know. I've never New Yorkers. Been. Are you assholes? Comment down in the comment section that we don't have. Um. Meanwhile, we have Phillips who signs the band McFly. He's like. Yeah, we'll get this to radio. You guys give me another song within like a week, mm-hmm. and we'll do, we'll do a gig. Well, so now Jake is like, okay, gotta work on that. And they he gets only his, have one song, I guess. Uh, and he okay. gets his, his new apartment. And that lady is like, I'm late for my erotic massage class. I'm like, what like, in the horny workers can date at this company? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> that's that's my impression of Tiffany. Thank you. Um, so his luck is, you know, obviously his life has changed. He's not wearing schlumpy army green and beige colors. His He's starting to wear rocker tees and jackets. Blazers. Not blazers. Blazers. I don't get why. Leather you- shoes. Is this because they say the band has moved in there too? Is this why do they get an apartment? They get a penthouse. What? At what? I wish every job came with a fucking place to live. Like, what is yeah. this? Mess. It's all mess. Didn't but make any sense. Would you want to live in this apartment? Because it's low key kind of ugly. No, it seems like tacky. Like what you think of, like as like a rich person's apartment of like the crushed things velvet. that you don't even need. Yeah. Crushed velvet, mama. I think crushed velvet is the ugliest fabric on the face of this planet. Mm. Crushed velvet, if you're listening, sorry. If you're listening, burn yourself. I um, hate crushed velvet so much. But Ashley, on the you know, other side of the luck spectrum, Ashley, you know, lost her apartment from the flooding, has to stay with her friends Maggie and Dana. And this seems more mm. like a New York apartment. This is realistic. Two roommates the living in where, fucking one, one bedroom, in a, basically. In, yeah, like a studio. Studio, but I didn't. This see is a Frankie's kitchen. old house. I assume there's like a maybe a kitchen out back, or it's even worse, and it's a communal kitchen situation. A live-in kitchen. It's a dorm room. It's a dorm room. Um. So she, oh, she fucking starts a fire and causes a blackout with the hairdryer. Her, her, her hairdryer, it sucks up her hair. Why? Is that a thing? Yes. I've never used one. Thing. Yes. <gasps> oh my God. I'm so yes. glad I don't have long hair anymore. That was always like such a fear. 
My mom always told me to be careful with that. What the fuck? Yeah, it's scary. Why would anyone use a hairdryer? Because you gotta go, you got places to be. Can't just air dry. Let that shit air dry. Mm. It's not always professional to just show up with hair that's half wet, half dry. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the look? Um, So Ashley is like, she realizes, oh, this this fucking fortune teller is has something to do with this, so I'm gonna go talk to her. Goes to see mm-hmm. Missy. Missy is like, okay, you kissed a dude and then you started having bad luck. Probably has to do with the dude. Go find him and kiss him. Kiss him. Kiss him, Elias. She then- she. I love this. All her work in this movie is just like, think, sit down and think for a hot second. Retrace your steps. Her face when she tells her, like, what do you think the kiss did? She's like, and what does the cow say? Like, she's she's a she's a kindergarten teacher. Miss Z's character is also very stereotypically, like, Russian. Oh, Russian like, mysticism? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, so there's that. Not great. Um, so she... Ashley and the friends start going through the photos of the dancers, right? Kissing like, montage. He was a dancer. K- we got to find montage. I know. I can't believe a good chunk of this movie is just Lindsay Lohan kissing random men. I wish this were me. I wish I had a kissing montage. This is cool. How many and then people when they- do you think got ill on set because they were all kissing each other? I don't know. But let me tell you, that sauna, that, that man named Dave in the sauna... He said, hi, I'm Dave. And I said, hi, Dave. I know. I was like, queer icon Dave? <laughs> Do I, I stand Dave, this man who has one line? Um, but yeah, I guess I did. Dave is brave. Dave was brave. He, he shot that shot with that other man in the, in the sauna room. He thought they had a connection. He said, you were that. just sitting on my lap making out with me, right? Or was that someone else? <laughs> which means so a lot of these they're not to get all preachy about like consent or anything i know this movie isn't trying to teach a lesson on that and doesn't take itself super seriously but like that alone like that means he was just in the sauna she came in and started kissing him his he she was blindfolded i know but he especially was like blindfolded she's not the best role model She's not the best role model now. I showed up expecting to be inspired by Ashley, to look up to her. And I was met with disappointment. And I learned what not to do. The only character besides queer icon Dave that I stand is Katie, and we'll get to her. Um, the child? <laughs> yes, the child. Anyways, so, yes, she keeps kissing these dudes and immediately, they bought, like, fucking 20 scratch-off cards. Immediately, she'll scratch the lotto ticket and see if, you know, she wins. If not, she's still unlucky. And, spoiler, she's still unlucky because she hasn't kissed Chris Pine yet. Um, Well, no, they also have one more guy. They're missing one guy. Yes. And when Ashley goes to David from the elevators mom's art show thing with the fucking eye patch on her eye because she because her stupid ass puts on contacts that fell into cat shit that is her own fault just wear your glasses what is with people in this movie and being absolutely disgusting 
Chris Pine, covered in nasty street water, is still over here, ripped pants, being like, can I get you to listen to my CD? And then we got Lindsay Lohan, two, like, literally a couple minutes later, covered in shit and piss and paint. And she's over here being like, I'm not crazy. I'm not homeless. Look at me eat this bacon. I'm like, girl, relax. Chill out. Take it easy. Go home. Hold on. We're getting there. First, let's talk about this art show because I want your opinion on oh, this God. art. <laughs> Let me tell you something, mama. No. It's a no for me, dog. It's a pile of mud art. Let's discuss. <sighs> I hate... I respect all art forms. Asterisk. Put some asterisks around that because I will judge the shit out of you depending if your art is, like, not the move. I respect all art forms. Performance art, though, seems a little bit too attention-y. Like, I want attention. You know what I mean? This performance art was weird as hell. Like, mud people? Mud people coming the out of an king? asshole. <laughs> And I'll say this, I'll say this. Lindsay Lohan did fuck up. She said, what in the, what is this? She walked in and said, what the fuck? Like you're you at an art, an art show, you should know better. You should know better. You walk into an art show, you you go in blank slate, no expectations. You either are disgusted or surprised or both. You are disgusted on how surprised you are. And you should always assume that the arter, the artist could, the arter. The artist is the present arteries. all the time. Yes, exactly. Like, I know that the artist is present at her show, but the artist is always present at every show. Sometimes, most of the time. But you, yeah, always assume. We are the Dolby fucking sound. We know everything. But I I don't know. I don't know what this girl was thinking. She's so dumb. She is so dumb. She, she is really dumb for real. Um, but yeah, this, this art, I like the little art piece thing. I thought that was interesting. I like the little, the shitter. I like the, the shitter. <laughs> oh, really? <coughs> I thought it was cool. I didn't know what the fuck it meant. But, I'll, you know, like I said, I'll respect art. I'll respect an art piece. But then they did the whole, like, I am a mud man. <laughs> I am a mud woman. And I said, you lost me. You completely lost me. Again, because I think performance art is really needy. It's like, let me see how wild I can be. Let me, let they, me bleed. They do through- a lot like lean into like shock value or like making the like the people or the environment like uncomfortable those are the type of but then i'll go back i'll go back the artist is present i forget who does that art piece off the top of my head but you know what i'm talking about right what so there's a pause okay so there's so the woman who did an artist is present her name is marina abramovic i don't think i'm saying her last name right but there's a movie about her. There's a film. Um, she's a performance artist. But her performance artist, her performance art wasn't like shock value stuff. It wasn't like let me be gross or like weird. It was just like, like her 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 thing is her her piece called "An Artist's Present" was literally her just sitting at a table, making eye contact with someone and like ex- doing that thing of like introspectiveness when you just like look at someone but don't talk. You know what I mean? It's what I do all the time. It's what I do all the time in the mirror, yeah. Um, but like that kind of performance art, it's like cool. It's like it's like it's like interesting. But like people that do like shit like this, like mud man, mud woman, <laughs> our mud king, like too much. I saw Kahende Wiley, the man who did the Obama portrait mm-hmm. for the Smithsonian. 
I saw him. I saw one. I saw his shows. At the, I saw his show at the Phoenix Art Museum before COVID. Um, and they there was like a performance aspect part of it, but even then, it was so tamed and beautiful and like well done. Like it wasn't there to be like, look at this weird dance shit. <laughs> it was. It was just. It was just. It was spiritual. It was beautiful. It was. It was enlightening. I well, love speaking, that. Speaking of Mud King, the Mud King, the Mud Kip here is the last dancer that she needs to kiss. He's like a waiter slash dancer for this art yeah. piece. And she goes, tackles him, kisses him, and the spotlight is on them because he's the Mud King. And then who sees them? I'm doing them? CPR. Who sees them but her date and her date's mom and so yeah, she's like, uh, he Mommy was having he was having a heart attack and he needed CPR. Um, and then she ends up falling into the mud pile. Again, I would have gone home. I would have gone straight the hell home. But then she gets arrested again. And why? Because she I don't know, because she disrupted this art piece. Is that a <laughs> Can you get arrested for that? No, that's not a crime. <laughs> I mean, you can if you like obviously steal or destroy an art piece at or like if you're, a museum. Like, hurting someone. Yeah, but like they should have just escorted her off the property and given her like a ticket maybe, but like putting her in like the drunk tank, like that's a little too much. I was very confused as to why she was back there, but she's back there. And then when she gets out, she can't pay for any food at the restaurant. And that's the scene you were talking about where it's fucking That's why chaos. I'm saying, like, why doesn't she just go home? Why doesn't she just... She's covered in shit. She's literally covered in metaphorical shit. Why is she not just at her house? I was wondering, like, why didn't she just go to Maggie and Dana and be like, Hey, I need money for food. Or like, what do you... Or like, hey, can we food? go get lunch? I'm really hungry and I'm covered in shit. I don't know. Maybe they were working or something. I don't know. But I, go home. Go home. Eat at your house. Well, her, she she doesn't live. You mean like with her parents? No, go to Maggie's house. That's where she's living right now. Go there. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But Jake sees her and leaves with her because he's like, I've been there, man. Like, I used to be you. I used to be this unlucky. Um, And then he's like, you should come take my old job. Um, I thought he was going to offer her a job at the record thing. Like, No, I knew this was coming. I was like, oh, there's a there's an opening at that bowling place. So, yes, she goes and works there. We see a montage of her cleaning. That's She's getting the work thing. done. She's getting learning how done. to be a real person. Gets electrocuted by fixing a light. You know, classic things that happen when you're working um and then jake is starting to give her tips on being safe and prepared while being you know so unlucky gives her his backpack with all the first aid stuff and everything and this is where she's like oh i think i like him this is when she gets really like flirty and she gets like, flirty flirty and thriving Yes, she's like, here's my sidekick. Here's how you flip it open. <laughs> um, they're just flirting. And she's like starting to like him. We see that. And then he gets a call from Katie. And then Ma Maggie, <laughs> Ashley is like, oh, shit. He has a girlfriend. 
I'm out of here. I can't deal with this. Like, can't get feelings for this person who's, you know, not gonna be dating. Um, so she's bummed. Next, we have Phillips. I love when. Oh. I'm oh, sorry. Ahead, I love when, when he's talking to her. Well, are we still at the apartment or are we at the record place? Where are we? This was because this, this is all this is all kind of a blur. This was the bowling place. Then we go to the record place where we hear that like, oh, McFly is booked for the Hard Rock Cafe, and then Ashley mm-hmm. shows up in the studio with all the takeout food. Yes, and then that's when we also get like, look, there's Katie, isn't she? She cute or whatever. And it's Tiffany. And it's Tiffany. When she, I love when she's she's she thinks Katie is the horny coworker. I but love when she's child. like tramp. I know. And I was like, he really called that child a tramp. Good for her. Call her out. Tramp. Camp. I said camp. She looks like someone I went to camp with. Weird. <laughs> I don't understand why Chris Pine, again, another reason why I don't like him is he's not good at communication. Yeah, this really would have been something of like. This is my niece, Katie. Yeah, like, oh, that's my, there's Katie, that's my niece. Instead of being like, there she is. <laughs> that's her. Like, it it, it was. How better. ambiguous. I she doesn't know who Katie is. There's two women in a room. Yeah, he just assumes. That's like, everyone knows that's my, like, my little Katie. That's like me bringing you and Ryan to a party or like to a family thing and being like, hey, guys, everybody meet my partner. There they are. They're all going to swarm to you. Don't put that on me. <laughs> I don't want the attention. Just kidding. At this point, I think a lot of my family knows. So don't you even did, put, you flatter said yourself, I'm not your, You literally said at the start of this podcast that I was your wingman. You are. You and are. have I ever helped you <laughs> <laughs> romantically? I don't think so. And whose fault is that? I think it's yours. I give you advice. You do. You said, ask him. Talk to him. I say, communication. Listen, am I dating And did I take that advice? No. And no, you didn't, probably. (laughs) But, listen. It worked out. I watch a lot of movies and shows, and that's where I get all this information from. And I can only assume it's true. I respect that. And it is true, Sarah. It is true. You do give great advice. It's just, I I mean, listen. listen. How many failed relationships have I had? Zero. How many have I had? So many. So many. Yeah. See, exactly. So just think about that, people. Just think about that. You can't fail at a relationship if you never get into one. Okay? I rest my case. Damn. Damn, that's some sage advice. That's Damn, she, she fucking. The secret to y'all the listening? universe, y'all. She just, they, you laid that shit out like <laughs> a stone on on a stone on the ground <laughs> I, I should keep... i should charge for that kind of knowledge that oh wisdom. my god sage knowledge sage knowledge but yeah this there's just no communication here this no. should have been a situation of like that's my niece katie let me introduce you to my niece i love her not so. just J- not just <sighs> there's katie the the light of my life or whatever the <laughs> fuck he says and there she is there's katie uh, there's what what um, there's two women one's a child she, so then and like before that jake was like oh do you want to go for coffee later and she's like yeah i'd love to and then that happens where she, katie quote unquote comes in 
And then she's like, um, never mind about coffee. Because she's like, never oh, mind. yeah. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, he's dating this. Because she doesn't want to be a homewrecker. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to respect her in this movie is for that aspect alone. Um, Jake sees later at night, Jake sees Ashley walking in the pouring rain and he offers her a ride. So she doesn't her, get struck by her lightning. umbrella gets stuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. She would have died. She would have died. And then she she pulls a fucking I love Lucy. Oh no, all this shit's happening around <laughs> me. Love. Physical comedy. Yeah. The the washer. With the washer. <laughs> That's your impression of Lucille Ball. Yeah. <laughs> this is all happening so bad. Um, yeah, it is a very Rest in peace, Lucille Ball very physical comedy moment where i said of course she fuck fucks up the washing machine um so if i moment. don't if i do that ever at your house you bet your ass i'm running out out to you and be like sarah i broke the washer I know. well my brother did this with our old dishwasher lol wait really yeah i mean it wasn't this much soap oh. but yeah he had used the wrong soap he like, used some dawn dish soap yeah it would yeah he put that in the dishwasher <laughs> To be fair, this was, uh, I was probably elementary school. He was probably junior high. Um, oh my God. Children. And uh, yeah, he, he put that in there. So that's the wrong kind. And it came out the bottom. And it was like a good amount to where it was like a decent size in front of the washer. It obviously wasn't high up to the countertops. Like yeah, this. it wasn't fucking bubble bath. But yeah, so that, that this brought me back. Um Wow. But yeah, this is, uh, they had a little foam party, I guess, in their laundry room. Woo! Um, with the And studs. then Katie walks in and she's like, Did, am I interrupting? I know, they almost kiss. And then she says, it's me, Katie. And then she's like, you're Katie? Oh my god. <laughs> and he says, you will <laughs> oh, not believe what I thought. <laughs> No, Funny she's story. like, oh, uh, ha, 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 you're Katie. And now she's like, thank God this is Katie. Um, and I stand Katie. Katie said, I hear you're a loser. Oh, my God. She's like, uh, I'm not really a loser. I just am unlucky. Um, but let me just say, eh, I'll save it for the end. Never mind. Okay, so Ashley. Okay. Um. Ashley uh, and an, uh, Ashley has Maggie write a song for McFly because they're like because need they need a, song. a new song. We can't write a song. I don't know why they can't write a song by themselves. They're a band. They should be. They're able a band. To. What the hell? Why have you only written one song? If you came overseas, shouldn't you? Have they're like we're not song? getting any hits. We're not getting any hits at all. Who's not liking our one song? Sis, you didn't release anything. Mama, why did you? The preparation. I don't see it. Preparation H, bitch. Um, so yeah, Maggie writes this song. I honestly didn't think this song was very good. Was that just me? I, I thought all these songs weren't that good. No, no offense to Maggie. Yeah, no Mag- offense to McFly. Whatever the fuck they're called now. To McBusted. McBusted. <laughs> I'm a, Lord have mercy, I'm about to McBuzz. <laughs> no offense to them. I was just like, this song isn't even like, the lyrics aren't that great. Uh, I don't know why they're like, oh my god, we have to perform this at the Hard Rock, blah, blah, blah. This is the one. This is the one. Um, okay, at the studio, this is where things are really taking a turn. 
Phillips mentions that Jake saved his Jake saved his life at the masquerade ball, and then Ashley realizes, oh my god, he is the last one. Like he's the man I have to kiss to get my luck back. It's him. So she goes over, plants one on him, and then fucking leaves. She says bye, bitch. Gets well, her luck she back doesn't immediately. Know, she, she doesn't know if she wants to do that, but her friend Dana says. Dana said, "Well, because Dana oh. didn't know that like." She really was like into him like this. She was just like, "What?" She's just like, "What? He's hot. Go kiss him." And, and you'll get your. She's like, "You get to kiss a hot guy and get your lunch back. Your your luck back. Your lunch back. <laughs> your, your lunch money back. What a great." He stole your lunch. She, money. <laughs> really, Dana was like, "Uh, go kiss him so you can move out of my fucking apartment." <laughs> That's Please. really what she wanted. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, you you broke my mirror. You've set my hair dryer on fire. You made all my neighbors hate me because of the blackout. Like, get the fuck out of here. Leave. So yeah, her luck is back. Peggy and Antonio bump into her on the street and they're like, oh my god, we're engaged. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And Peggy wants to give you your job back. You can s- start back. Not, you know, no, no, no. Not just her job back. Oh, a promotion. The VP, pro- the VP pro- position of her whatever company she's running. Yeah, she's like, yeah, everything, everything's coming up Millhouse right here. Everything's coming up Ashley. Just she's back on top, and um, things are taking a turn though over on Jake's side because the band isn't gonna do Maggie's song, which means that yes, Ashley's luck affects Jake's bad luck, which she has now involved her friend in so now her friend maggie is getting shit on because of this so what a tangled web we've weaved talk about you want to talk about spider-man what this here's the web here's the web my brain just did the whole math meme of that lady yep Um, jake okay so then the night of the performance right yes ashley's like at the hard rock the hard rock cafe heard of it and ashley's like maggie i'm sorry that like the band's not gonna do your song like i feel like this is my fault and maggie's like maggie said it's fine she's like it's fine but in her head she's like it's totally your fucking fault um so maggie and dana are gonna go to the show right and ashley's gonna go to the meeting she needs to go to for since she got her job back but then she Mm -hmm. says never mind bitches i'm going with you i need to make everything right so they all go to the hard rock where things are not going well because the drummer has been locked underground. The drummer has been locked underground. Everyone has food poisoning. Someone broke a guitar string. Someone got hit with a guitar string. You would think their eye would be bleeding because guitar strings I hear are kind of yeah, painful. They hurt when they snap like that. Yeah. So like, I don't know how he's just like, I mean, some eyes. I'd be like, get me to the fucking ER now. Mm-hmm. I could like um, blind you. That's what I'm saying. Fuck your vision up, yeah. Um, and then... How is his bad luck affecting everyone so badly now? Like, him just being in the room is like... I know, he needs to leave. He needs to get out of town. He needs to lock himself up in a room. In a padded room? A squishy, yeah, exactly. A room like that. Um, So Ashley shows up and kisses him. And... yeah, but beforehand we have Philip being an asshole again, being like, mm. also this crowd is a bunch of assholes. Like, we've been to shows before and it's running a little late. No one's like, start the show! When's the show gonna start? These Everyone's are New just Yorkers. Re- <laughs> I think I hate New York. 
You know those shirts that say "I love New York"? I Lies. Hate New York. Yeah, shows never start on time. You can't expect that. No, but no one cares. Everyone's having, everyone's drinking some drinks. Everyone's chilling with their friends. People are having fun. I mean, even even if I'm tired, I'm not going to be like, "What the fuck?" Will I sometimes tweet at a band saying, "When the fuck are you coming on?" Sure, but I'm not going to scream in the crowd. No, I just wait, and then once they come out, come on, I go back and delete the tweet. Like it never <laughs> happened. Okay. So she kisses him. And no one him, sees it. Did it ever? Get and to all you. of a sudden, Jake is the lucky one again. So Harry rises up on stage from underground. Oh god! Like a phoenix the from show, the ashes. The show goes on, and then Jake has the band play Maggie's song, and they do. And Phillips is like, "You're right. This was a good choice. Good job. Good job." And then at the after party for the show. Ashley tells Maggie, she's like, I have feelings for Jake, but like our love can never be because if if we're always kissing, like our luck will always transfer. Like what a predicament. And Maggie's like, you don't believe in this sorcery anymore, right? And she says, I believe it so much that I'm going to go to Grand Central Station and leave on a train to my parents. I'm going to go jump off a cliff. Yeah. This means this is the second Lindsay movie where she goes to Grand Central because she did it in Confessions as well. Just a fun fact. Oh my god. Second one where she goes to a concert in New York, although technically she didn't get in in Confessions. Second where she goes to an after party in New York. Oh my god. Uh, Anyways, so she goes to Grand Central Station and who the fuck shows up but Jake. Jake, who says, kiss me. Mm-hmm. Who says, he said, I don't believe in this luck. Yeah, he's like, I'd rather be with you than be, than be lucky. So like. Hell whatever. no. So then they kiss and then it's, they keep kissing. And so every time they kiss the, 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 the luck board is, change. Yes. The trains are delayed I, and then they're not delayed. Then they're delayed and then they're not. And they're it's back. What does it say at the end? That was um gibberish, simulish? Yeah. I think that was like a a horcrux or something. That shit died. That was it was. I was like, "What what the fuck is it trying to say?" I thought it was going to say something cheesy like I don't know, like something about them. I don't know. Yeah. But then, but then Katie shows up, Katie and then they're both up. like, "We know who to pass the luck to." Yes, or the unluck. At first, I was like, "Are they just gonna dump their unlucky lives onto her?" Oh but my then God. I realized, no. So they kiss her on the cheek, and she gets the luck, and she fucking deserves this. Okay, but also, she Katie's just gonna go through the same thing. Like, is she not gonna grow up and meet someone, and then? Kiss does this luck, luck yeah like transfer like that or since they both did it at the same time to her do you think it's she'll just be lucky forever for now it like null and voided it all yeah exactly i don't know i don't know how the magic in this world works there's it's impossible to know how because there's no logic there's no precedence they just kind of no- made this up <laughs> It would have been better if Madam Z had, like, maybe done some explanation, but it, th- this movie doesn't need that much effort anymore at this point, so. Madam 
Zeroni. Oh, shit. Except this woman is Russian and not black. Anyways, it's time for IMDb reviews. IMDb. 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 Okay, so I picked a a 10 out of 10 and a 1 out of 10. So I'll read the 1 out of 10 first. This is by Guns Up Barbie. Oh. It was written okay. in May 2006. It's one out of ten stars, and it's called Worst Piece of Drivel I Have Ever Seen. Ever. This film, as they call it, was such an utter disaster. There was nothing endearing about it, nor was it funny, and the acting was terrible. Lohan was miscast as a mid-twenties career woman, The idea that the audience was supposed to believe her as a moderately mature and accomplished lady is laughable. If I hadn't been on a date, I would have walked out of the the theater, and that is something I just don't do. Lindsay's co-star was fairly less nauseating than herself, but nothing special. It must be said that when he was feeling lucky, it was much more endurable than the campy cheese that was hurled at the viewer when Lohan's character was fortuitous. Bottom line, bad acting, bad writing, and horrible movie overall. McFly was actually the highlight of Just My Luck. Well, actually, the credits were. And a chorus of relieved (laughs) sighs harmonized as the lights came back on. A bit dramatic, if you ask me. Um, And then this positive review is 10 out of 10, written in February of 2007. It's by Lalin Castillo. Sure. Okay. And it's called Funny Movie. They should do like, remember those like date movie, disaster movie, all those parodies? They should just make (gasps) them called Funny Movie. (laughs) Funny Movie? Funny Movie. Ew. When I first saw the trailer of the movie, I thought that it wasn't going to be a good movie. But after my aunt told that she has seen a great movie and i asked what's the name of the movie and she said that movie it is just my luck how makes the movie and she said Lindsay lohan what the fuck is happening (laughs) after a few months i went to see the movie just my luck and i really like it it is a really good movie funny and romantic now that i saw this movie i like how Lindsay lohan acts and now i am really good fan of Lindsay lohan i would recommend this movie to everyone believe me it's really is way better than material girls materials girls (laughs) just call me materials girls they said on the hillary and Lindsay feud i pick Lindsay." Um, we do have a couple set of tweets about this movie. That entire fucking review was a, a it was to me. It was, yes. No periods, no punctuation. It was, it took a turn. Uh, these tweets are from Ivy at They Call Me Ivy. Ivy. He says... That she has never seen this movie, but she loves Chris Pine, so she's excited for it. Well, we'll see. I, I feel, we'll see. Um, okay. 
she said, I'm sorry, but if there's a $5 bill in the trash can, there's probably a reason why. A masquerade bash. The Hillary and Lindsay feud is thriving. Who did it better? <laughs> probably Cinderella's story. Anytime I hear Dragon Lady, I think of How the West Was Fun, the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Carlos Ponce from Julie and the Phantoms. See? She was shocked of at Puerto Rican would. daddy. Um, Ivy says, eat the rich. Style, but everyone wears masks. Lindsay Lohan predicted the future. I thought that too when she says, but everyone wears masks. And I said, <gasps> anyways. Um, I hope any couple who give each other nose kisses had a bad day today. Oh, yeah, that was the boss and Antonio. They were doing yes. the... Uh, not that. Um, let's see. The man on the bike just yelled at them to get off the sidewalk. Sidewalk. Where else do they walk? She did not just put that back in her eye. Yes, she did. Um, let's see. Let's see. My family just happened to go to Hard Rock in London the day after it opened, and it was so crazy. Ivy, what does that have to do with the movie? Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding, Ivy, I'm kidding. Ivy, no one gives a shit about your fucking trip to Ireland or whatever. <laughs> no one said anything about Ireland. Um, anyways, I Ivy ends with, I guess the ending was okay. I couldn't really think of anything else to happen, but it's just kind of eh. Great. I'm assuming Ivy would give it maybe a, a two to three star rating, but she didn't say. We can't, um, we can't put words in her mouth. We don't know. No. Um, thank you, Ivy. These tweets are at uh, are from Emily at Emily Jean Palmer. Emily. Emily. Let's see. We're only five minutes in, and I've sp spotted two actors from the OC. See? Emily's who I was talking to for the OC stuff in the beginning. Um, she, Emily says Chris Pine is her third favorite of the four Chris's. She said it goes Hemsworth, Evans, Chris Pine, every other Chris in the world, and then Pratt at the very bottom. Um, what's with all the Lindsay movies that involve soul swapping or some cosmic interference? Very true. That's her thing. I hate the running and making out with people that is literally not okay. Did that happen in this? Wait, what? Them just running, running and kissing people? Yeah. Oh, okay. She means the that montage. Okay. I thought she yeah, meant people were like, montage. she was jogging and kissing someone at the same time. There is a, there is a scene where someone is running. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. I think instead of this being a good luck versus bad luck thing, it's a common sense versus no common sense thing. Emily's last tweet was, what was this movie? And I think Great. that says it all. Uh, and finally, these tweets are from Whitney at Life With Me. Whitney, what's this about? Who, you know, as I said before, has has watched all of the, the movies this month. So thank you for sticking around and tweeting all these with us, Whitney. Um, let's see. And she also has never seen Just My Luck, so we'll see. Uh, let's see. Why isn't he wearing pants that fit? 
is it unlucky or just you know not smart and it's mm. picture of you <laughs> picture of you um she's not even gonna secure this bun with bobby pins what in the hell oh my god we didn't even talk no. about the aunt who pulls the literal oh the bun, the bun in the oven <laughs> why why was that's her peak comedy hair bun in the oven that's what she oh, that's god. storage mama um how the hell did did this man confuse her with sarah jessica parker that doesn't even make sense i don't know prom queen does this mean juan is going to tell us a story about prom oh i forgot that they have that whole bit where it's like you were prom queen at this at blah 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 high school so we went to this other school (laughs) imagine someone who doesn't even go to your school being voted prom queen if that had happened to me, I'd kill someone. <laughs> um, let's see. Why are her friends so broke when she was living in that nice-ass building? Don't they all work at the same place? They don't all have the same job. Yeah, I think Anna from Maggie the works in the mailroom. Yeah, like a male person. I don't know what Dana mm-hmm. does. Um, why would you put that contact back in your eye, bitch? What's wrong with you? She's dirty. She's nasty. They really locked her up for a mud sculpture. She really does have shitty luck now. Um, let's see. I guess. Oh, let's see. I guess giving it to the kid was a pretty good idea. Okay, that movie was pretty cute. I'd give it a solid three out of five stars. I can't believe I managed to tweet about all the movies this month. See what happens when you work hard at your goals, kids. Exactly, Whitney. You did it. You set Whitney, out to do something and you it. accomplished it. Thank you, Good Whitney. Good for you. Juan, what are our final thoughts? Um, 1.5 out of 5. You really didn't like this one? I didn't care for it. I straight up... There was that one point where I just wanted to go eat. Like, okay. I was like, I just want, I just want lunch. I don't know, maybe two out of five. Let's just say 1.8 out of five. Okay. 1.8 out of five. I I don't care for it, but I also don't care against it. I think Lindsay did fine, you know, being strung out on coke. <laughs> um, Jesus. I mean, it's, it's true, It was apparently. just fine. Yeah, I don't think she deserved a Razzie nom for this. Like, she was fine. She was literally just fine. She did what she was supposed to do. Like, ma- like unless that Rosie nomination had to do with like her onset antics, I get that. Although, no, mm-hmm. I don't because shouldn't the Razzie just be about the Razzie shouldn't exist? Let's just say that. But yeah, um, yeah, I think like character wise, she just did what was on the page. Probably like she, like it's a ridiculous plot for sure. But like, like how how are they gonna make this like? What did they expect? Some Oscar nomination for like? We're gonna play this part where we're just switching. It's just it's it's stupid. Um, I literally don't know how to describe it. It's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, I think I honestly thought like that this movie was fine, and like I would watch it again, and like I could enjoy it. I thought it was cute, and like enjoyable i think yes the plot is ridiculous but like once you get past that it's just it's fine 
I thought Lindsay yeah. was like, like, really like cute in this movie. Like I thought she was like charming and like it worked. Like, like there were moments when like, I don't know, like when she was doing the whole like, I guess whenever she was like, um, being like flirty with Chris Pine and stuff, and she was like. Here's how you open my sidekick and all these things. I was like, okay, she's like being like really charming and like like likable, like and like I believe it and like it this isn't like a family movie and like I could see her being in more rom coms, you know, had other things yeah. got not not gotten in her way. But so yeah, I don't get the hate. Like I don't this, get the this wasn't her it. fault. This wasn't like her complete and total fault that this movie was bad. Yeah. I agree. I just... Like I said, she did the best she could for what was happening. Yeah. I don't know how old she was when she did this, but, like, who that IMDb person that was, like, they... People believe her as, like, this 20-something... Yeah, I believed it. Yes, because that's how old she is. What do you want it to be, some fucking 40-year-old she man? She might have been, like, 18, 19, maybe 20 doing it, but, like... I believed it. I thought she was cute. <sighs> there, were, there were shots when I was like, Lindsay looks really pretty here. There was no big tit debacle. Not like the big, di- big tit debacle of 2000. Of Herbie Foley Love. Of 2005. Um, so I'm just going to give it a solid three. And yeah. that's my stance. That's my story and I'm sticking to it, okay? Yeah, and I support that. Lindsay, if you're listening... You did, you you did fine, sweetie. It was okay. Lindsay, I don't know what happened on set, but like your performance on the screen, and is okay. It's reflects okay. it. What'd you say? Reflects it. Oh, reflects it. <laughs> Anyways, um, now let's get to our our housekeeping stuff and uh, talk about the one and the only. Irises are dearly beloved and beloved. <laughs> I was like, how do I make this sound like she's not dead? Um, uh, Ivy, I, I, what? Oh Iris, my God. I'm fucked up. I'm yeah, done talking Ivy. about Ivy. <laughs> Iris is our podcast artist. She's our lovely friend. Um, she does all, she does, she has done most of the work that you see when you open up this podcast and, lo- and listen to it. Um, and you can follow her and support her. On Twitter and Instagram at Creamsicle Panda. And if you would like to support her financially, you can do that through patreon.com slash creamsicle panda. Let's go. So true. Um, and if you want to support us, you can go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Planet Weird Pod if you're not already doing that. Go you could go leave us a rate and review in the Apple Podcast store. Sorry, I had to burp. That would be cool. Uh, subscribe wherever you are listening um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. I know we said there's a video coming and there is. There's been a little Lies. issue with my Adobe Premiere. She's been getting really fussy. I've been trying. It's like whenever I import one of your or no, I think it's one of my clips. It like mm-hmm. rainbow wheels forever. It's a whole thing. I'm working on it. Yikes. I'm not lying. I'm working on it. Um, You can also support us on Anchor. Um, you know, kind of like Patreon, where you can go give us a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars a month, just to say, hey, thanks for doing this 
this little thing and we say, oh my god, thank you so much. So thank you to people that do that. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, Jose Contreras Jr., Whitney Harris, Aisa Youssef, and Ivy. Good luck. Oh, Charlie. Good luck, Chuck. Um, Ew. So if you want to support us on Anchor, you can do that. Uh, link in the description. Go ahead and do that if you would like to. Do, I, do that right now. Actually, yeah, do that right now. Do that right now. Scroll down. We dare down. you. We dare you to give us money. Fucking bet. Um, merch, we got uh, a Public stuff. It is, uh, I think there's actually a, f- a flash sale going on right now, but that might be over at the end of the day. Point is, um, we have some April Lohan designs. If you want to celebrate this glorious month of Lindsay Lohan cinema with us, go buy some stuff. Also, old designs are up there as well on the Tee Public store. Um, and if you buy anything uh, in this month of April that is ending and next month in may um all that money all the profits the proceeds that we get from t public we're going to donate to the bail project so there's that obviously masks mask proceeds will still go to helping hands for navajo nation but i feel like a lot of people aren't buying masks anymore um people aren't even wearing them anymore am i right oh my god oh my god um and then obviously we have the screen printed sweatshirts up in our on our website so link in the description for that as well if you want to get some spooky merch never too early to start planning for your winter wardrobe your fall wardrobe okay never if anything it's better to do that right now because it's out of fashion which means a little better for the environment i think a little right i don't know anyways um Reminder to listen to our new Lindsay Lohan album review episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, it was a bonus episode that went up on Monday where we and our friend Michelle talk about Lindsay's debut album, Speak, featuring such hits as First from the Herbie Fully Loaded soundtrack and Rumors from her Good Morning America performance of Rumors. Yes. So go check that out if you haven't yet. Um, obviously, we, we're done with the Lohan movies. It's over, babe. Deal with it. But next month... Rest in peace. We will have some fun stuff. Um, I will now say the movies that are planned for next month. I don't have dates for these yet because three out of four of them we are planning to have guests for and... Some of these dates could change, so as soon as I get it mostly finalized, I'll tweet it and pin it on Twitter. But just know that dates are subject to change, but I will give you the movies we are planning on doing. Movies subject to change, but 90% chance. 90% of these, there's one that we might have to switch. But just, here we go, here's the movies. We're at 90%, just say them. Um. <laughs> uh... High School Musical 3. Oh my god, the shock. George of the Jungle. Oh, the awe. Uh, Digimon, the movie. I'm sorry. That one's the one. 101 Dalmatians. Live action, not dogs. animated, starring Glenn <laughs> Close and the real life Dalmatians. Um, so those are the movies we have planned working on the dates for everything but just if you watch any of those 
soon or over the weekend or anything, go ahead and send us your thoughts. You can tweet us, email us, podcastfromplanetweird at gmail.com. Send us a voice message. You can do that at the link in the description. That's fun. We love hearing your little voices. We love hearing you go, hey, hey, hey. Um, And it will be my birthday by the next time we record, so... Yahaha. Yes, because I think we're planning on recording on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that is after your birthday. So, everyone, your assignment is to Venmo one $1,000 each. <laughs> and if you don't do it, understandable. In this economy. In this, in this economy. economy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, that's what's coming up. Thanks for sticking with us during this month of April, Lohan. Thank you again to all the guests we had this month to make it, you know, such a glorious and iconic month. You know, thank you for helping uh, celebrate with us. Celebrate the the LLCU, Lindsay Lohan Cinematic Universe. Oh, shit. The LLCU. You have to put your U at the (laughs) end or else you'll just get... (laughs) Or else you'll just get... Yeah, local businesses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not excited for the Digimon movie, well, guess what? We can't be fucking friends, so get the fuck out. Oh, shit. I need to check where you can get that. I'm assuming it's just available for rent. You can literally watch it on YouTube. Really? Okay. Is it, like, sped up? Or is it, like, no. in the corner? No. <laughs> oh, no, really? hell no. Okay, yeah. cool. I was worried I'd have to, like find some dvds on ebay and like get multiple copies to watch it nah dude i'll i'll find it i'll find it and send you the link okay sounds great juan will did you hear that juan will send every one of you the link individually exactly all right well thank you everyone for tuning in hope you are safe and healthy and wearing your masks and not listening to your governor when he says you don't have to wear masks anymore maybe i want to bitch doug Ducey, piece of shit mess anyway goodbye goodbye everybody i was trying to think of like a Lindsay lohan pun i could say at the end but i couldn't think of anything don't do coke that's not a pun that's just good advice that's just good advice my high school marine biology teacher always said It's all fun and games until someone tries cocaine.